Hello. So today we're talking about One Direction. And I would say that this episode is a little bit overdue just because, you know, it's been six months since I've had Gemini Babe. And I started Gemini Babe so I can just talk to talk. But I've never made one about One Direction because, I don't know, I feel like it's a little weird since I've never talked about One Direction just to talk about them, you know. Anytime I'd be talking about One Direction, it was always me defending myself or convincing someone that they should listen to them, you know. Like, I swear, like, they're not that bad. Like, you just gotta, just gotta, like, listen to a song and, like, you'll, you'll love it. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never been in a place where I could just sit and talk. But here we are. I'm not really sure how to approach it though. Because I've never done this. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess the best way is just to try and go in chronological order, maybe. So that's what we're going to do. We'll start off with like a little mini brief history lesson. Okay. Because if you didn't know, One Direction started on The X Factor, which is essentially the UK version of American Idol, right? And each of the guys, they went into audition as like a little solo artist, but then the judges were like, okay, no, because you, 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 and you, you guys are gonna be picked out and put into a band, and then you're gonna finish X Factor as a band. And that's what they did, right? And then eventually they dropped What Makes You Beautiful, because... One Direction just worked out, and I think that was in 2011, which is when I would say I actually started to, you know, like, be an active fan of theirs. Because prior to them making, you know, like, their own music, I knew of who they were because when I was, like, younger, some people that were in my life, they were, like, a little bit older than me, but they kept up with a lot of, like, pop culture stuff and like the x factor was one of them you know like they would show me stuff on youtube and shit like that like while x factor was still going on and one direction was on them so i had seen them online and you know was aware of their existence right but it was like very big like i knew about them but i didn't really care because at the time i was like what seven years old in 2010 Yeah, I was like seven. So I was focused on, you know, the Jonas Brothers and oh, my my obsession at that time was like Selena Gomez in the scene. Right. But like I said, like after One Direction started making their own music and shit, that's when my life kind of like started revolving around them. You know, like it was it was bad. Like, I don't know why. Or when the exact moment was, but you know, somehow, some way, I just decided that like they were, you know, it for me. Like my entire life, like every single day of my life when I was little, it was all about One Direction. Like I remember I would sit and learn the lyrics to their songs on YouTube, like those lyric videos with their pictures popping up whenever it was like their turn to sing. So that's how I could learn like oh this is what Niall's voice sounds like this is what Zane sounds like you know what I mean and then I would watch those video diaries they'd make 
like as they uploaded them or you know those videos like spin the hairy spin the hairy or like those interviews or just like you know binge watching music videos and like different versions of their songs you know like just all of it and looking back now it really just feels like a fever dream it really does like none of that feels real now but that was my life like that was my entire childhood because they were just such a big part of me growing up and you know I idolized them and essentially made it like my personality trait to be in love with them but at the time I didn't really realize it because to me they were just genuinely so fun so entertaining so new exciting you know like comforting and it was just I don't know it just became a part of who I was and it just showed that I love them so much like it was so unintentional but it was so obvious right so for my entire life growing up One Direction content was essentially all I consumed like I said, like every single day, it was just, I was learning everything about them, like as much as I could. And I was just so involved in what they were doing. And since I was so little, when I first was introduced to them, I guess, like even though they were gaining all this popularity and attention from literally the entire world, like they were never, they never felt famous to me, you know? I don't know let me explain really quick actually I don't know how to explain it fuck like I don't know I don't know how to put it into words because I never had to do this before right like they were just the first people I guess that I continuously kept up with and had some sort of a presence in my life every day you know like I said before like I'd watch all these videos or listen to their music literally on a daily basis so since I was exposed to them, you know, um, so often for so long, since I was so young, I became pretty much like desensitized. Is that the right word? To like how famous they really were. Like, yeah, I was aware that they're celebrities and they're famous and everyone loves them, kind of, or like whatever. And they're like One Direction. But in my head, it was more like, oh, they were One Direction, you know? Like, their presence in my life was so consistent, and they're really all I remember when I think of my childhood. And they were also kids, you know? Like, they were, like, what, like, 16, 18 when One Direction started. So I love, you know, seeing them grow up while I was also growing up, too, right? And that's why they were just never, like, oh my god, it's One Direction. Like, yeah, I was, like, such a big fan of theirs, but... I don't know, it never it never hit the same way that I feel like it did for other people because there are some people who are crazy, I don't know, Justin Bieber fans, right? But I see them as like, okay, he's this big celebrity and like everyone loves him, blah, 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 for the most part, I don't know. But with One Direction, like I never saw them as like, this big pop star I don't know like it is such like I wish I could explain it but I literally can't I'm trying but the more I like say it out loud like it does not make sense like the way I viewed celebrities 
was not how I viewed One Direction for some reason because I loved them since I was so little and for so long. I think that's the best I can do. If it doesn't make sense to you, okay, move on. We're moving on. I don't know how else to put it into words. And, you know, even though they were this huge global sensation or whatever, I felt like I was the only one that was a fan of theirs. Like, I mean, I I had friends that also love One Direction, but even then, like, I feel like it was never to the extent to how much I did. And let me tell you, I went through war defending those fucking boys from literally everyone. Like, I cannot tell you how many kids from my school and literal, like, full-grown adults would shit on them. And, like, I guess it was, like, popular to hate them because I feel like everyone hates any male celebrity figure with, like, a female fan base. You know, I mentioned Justin Bieber. Everyone hated Justin Bieber for so long just because he was Justin Bieber, you know? I feel like that was kind of the same thing. But I just remember feeling... Like, I was being personally attacked. Like, I would be in shock to find out that, like, somebody liked a One Direction song or had anything positive to say about them, right? Like, there was this one person I was sort of friends with at school, and they treated One Direction like criminals. Like, like they treated the word One Direction, too, like a slur. Like, they would say, one way... Like, one way. Like, they would refer to One Direction as one way and refuse to say One Direction and, like, would get upset if people didn't censor the band name around them. Which, at the time, I thought was so, like, odd and, like, weird and unnecessary. And I still do, but, like, that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, people went out of their way to show me how much they hated One Direction and how stupid it is for me to, like, love them so much. But I really don't think I ever liked them less or, like, ever tried to hide it. I just, like, felt no need to. I don't know, you guys. Having One Direction be such a big part of my upbringing, I guess, is so bizarre. Like, maybe it's more of, like, a subconscious thing that's, like, built up because of how many people tried to make me feel weird about it. But... Now it just feels like a weird thing to have grown up with. Like, it feels kind of wrong and, like, different and, like, odd to have had One Direction be such a big part of my life, right? And it's so fucking stupid because nobody shits on people whose entire lives were about, like, a fucking sports team. Oh, my God. That kind of shit gets on my fucking nerves, bro. Because there's nothing... There's nothing wrong, really, with being a fan of a team or a band, you know? People think it's so stupid spending money to see a band perform, you know, see them multiple times or buy their merch or have, like, their interest in the band be a big part of who they are or talk about how much a band has affected their lives. But if it's a sports team instead of a band it's suddenly, like, socially acceptable and, like, not shit on. Like, nobody says shit about spending money to see the same sports theme play over and over again or, you know, buy a really expensive jersey because, oh, it's, like, this player and this player is so good. Like, what the fuck is that? 
like I feel like people who are really involved with sports are so much more aggressive and obsessive but nobody really says anything negative about people who are deeply involved in a sport I think because stereotypically most sports team fans are men and shit like boy bands like they have more of a female fan base right and you know like some of you might be like okay nicole don't fucking bring a gender into this it has nothing to do with gender but to that i say are you fucking stupid like are you dumb in the head because rewind what i just said about the interest in the money and all that shit because those two like spending money to see a game or like a show or like buying merchandise of like the team or the band those two are literally the exact same thing when you use your brain and think about it you know like boys I've grown up with and like boys I know now have their entire personalities be their sports team that they love or you know the sport that they've been playing their entire life since I don't know pre-k or whatever but like if their personalities are their sports team okay that's fine but If a girl's, like, love for a musician or anything like that is reflected in their personality, like, it is shit on. And it's so fucking stupid. And I've seen this happen literally all the time since I was in elementary school. Like, starting from, I don't know, I would say the fifth grade. I feel like fifth grade is when people just became so much more annoying. But so many of the guys in my class in fifth grade played baseball like baseball was like the big thing you know everything was about baseball and someone never shut up about baseball but nobody really cared that they couldn't shut up but if it's something like one direction you know a boy band like all you hear is like weird sex jokes and like weird ass shit and like just like a lot of negative feedback and like I have never even thought to be like, oh, you like this baseball player? Oh, well, baseball is dumb. And like, if you like this baseball player so much, then go fuck him since you like him so much. Like, huh? Like, it's so, the two are so different, but like, they're treated different, but like, they're the exact same thing. And I don't really understand why one is looked down upon than the other, you know? Because in my head, it's the same thing. And if you use your brain, you would see that it's the same thing too, right? And I still see this shit like now. Like back then, like we were 10, you know, like calm down. But like that shit just carried on and it like never changed. Like I still see it in like real life and online now. Like there's just such a weird split and I'll never, I'll never be able to grasp like why it's like that. Another observation is how there isn't like a diseased inspired name for (laughs) describing liking male dominated things. Like no one's out here being like, oh, like he's got the Laker fever or like the 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 Red Sox chicken pucks. Like I don't fucking know, but like One Direction infection, Bieber fever. Like, yeah, it's like kind of catchy and like not that deep but like it's like I've always thought it was so weird how like a widespread interest or liking something like that has like this weird 
I think being a huge fan of something is fine. You know, your life revolves around it a lot. You spend a lot of time watching something, talking about something, following or listening to something. Like, okay, that is fine. It could be a band, a sports team, literally any other artist or whatever. But there is a fine line, a very fine line between really being inspired by someone, like genuinely just admiring them, appreciating them as a person or like what they do or whatever. And like having this weird, unhealthy idolization thing going on. And I just wanted to talk about it because I've seen or I've been seeing a lot of the weird aspect of it in this new wave of post One Direction solo Harry Styles fans. And before I get into all of this, I just want to say that yes, like I myself am to this day a massive Harry Styles fan. You know, he's, you know, inspired and shaped me in some little ways and all that shit. But it's been like that for me for the past, what, like 12 years of my life. And I feel like I've just really seen a lot of things play out. And I feel like out of everyone I know, like I'm the most qualified to speak on this. You know what I mean? Because my perspective, I would say, is a bit different. And I've been here long enough to see the shifts of the different kinds of fans of Harry and One Direction. You know, Harry is my number one now. But I was first, like when X Factor was first going on, I was like a Liam girl. And then it was like Niall. And then I was like, oh, like Harry's cute. But then I was like, oh my God, Niall and Louis. But then I kind of changed to, oh, like Harry's gonna always be there. Like, oh, it's Harry. But then I was like, oh my God, it's Zayn. I don't know. I miss Zayn. I feel like he was the best member of One Direction. I think he's my favorite member of One Direction, even though, like, Harry's always, you know, been my favorite. It was also Zayn that was my favorite. I don't know. Okay, I don't know why I was going on with that, but essentially what I'm trying to say is that, you know, even in One Direction, Harry took a lot of my time and attention, right? That's what I'm trying to say. After One Direction, he was still someone... I really supported and loved and was a fan of, right? But I don't know. Ever since Fine Line came out in 2019 and Harry as a solo artist really blew up, there was this surge of like new Harry Styles fans, like online and especially obviously in real life. Because when his self-titled album came out, yeah, like, that was very successful. That's my favorite Harry Styles album. And like, it's amazing, right? But all of his fans, I feel like maybe there were a few people who became fans because it was, oh, it's Harry Styles. But the majority of the people who supported him were people that were fans of One Direction. But after Fine Line, it was like, I don't know. It was like I said, it was like a it was like a surge of new fans, which is great for Harry. You know, 
I truly think he deserves it all. But like, fuck, man, like these new fans, they're different. Like they are, they're aggressive and they're mean and they're just very off-putting. And yeah, I'm generalizing a lot here, but I've seen a lot of patterns of the way people treat each other at shows and just how they talk to each other online. It's weird. Like, they'll literally be so aggressive and like bully each other. And then you see them preaching about treating people with kindness. And I see them babying Harry online, being like, oh, Harry, baby, please stop touring. Like, please take a break. Like, please stop. And I mean, like, seeing that, a part of me is like, okay, yeah, he's really going at it with the tour dates for Love on Tour right now because I've never seen anything like that before. Like, he's he's really putting on the show, right? But I see so many people say shit like that, like, oh, like, Harry, like, you're doing too much, like, please, like, like, please stop this, like, save him. And, like, that, you know, maybe there is some sort of a dark side of his management team or some legal binding contract thing that's making him do a lot of shows or something like that is, like, milking him for his talent, right? We... We're not going to rule that out, but, like, what if he just loves music, you know? Like, what if he just loves singing and he's doing as many shows as he can because he loves his job and he wants to perform because he can and he, like, wants to, right? Like, I feel like since Fine Line, people have made Harry into a brand, And I guess his team had a part in that as well. But Harry Styles, like, oh, Harry Styles. It's become so commercialized over the past few years. And I feel like it's brought a lot of weird energy into his fan base. Like, a lot of them speak for him. And I feel like nobody realizes that nobody really knows anything about him. You know, there are things he said in interviews or whatever, like mixed with this creation of Harry Styles. And it's just been so interesting, to say the least, to kind of watch all of it happen so fast because the image that I had of Harry my entire life, I feel like has changed so drastically since fine line and I feel like it has a lot to do with who's listening to his music now right I've also seen a shift in the tone in which people who aren't fans of Harry or One Direction speak in now because before it was like oh like oh yeah Harry Styles like oh I know Harry Styles oh Harry Styles and now it's just like oh yeah like Harry Styles you know what I mean I don't know I kind of hope that makes sense and maybe it's something only I notice because like I said I've been in this my entire life so I see when there's a change in something like that and I think this tone shift has nothing to do with Harry but everything to do 
with this new wave of Harry fans. Because like I said, like they're so aggressive and obsessed with Harry in a way that idolizes a version of him. I feel like they've made up. Like based on what I've seen, it's like they think he can do no wrong and that he's just a baby. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to get at. Like, I feel like people forget that he's just a man, you know? Like, yeah, he's good looking and he's so talented and, you know, like in love with his craft and he's so good at what he does and all that shit, right? And because I've loved his shit for so long, I like to believe that he's a genuine person and I think so, but I realize at the end of the day, like, I'm a fan of his work, you know? And how it brought me comfort since I was eight and I admire his art and what he does, but you know, he's an Aquarius man. I don't personally know him. I don't know, like, he's someone I admire, but I'm not oblivious to the fact that he's just a person and I don't know anything about him. And I just know what he puts out in the public eye, you know? I think supporting an artist you love and appreciating them and what they do is fine, right? Like, obviously. But, like, sometimes it gets a little questionable. And it might sound hypocritical because, you know, a Harry Styles fan thinking Harry Styles fans are kind of whack lately. But it's really not. Because I feel like One Direction fans who are fans of Harry's solo career are so different than Harry Styles solo fans because they're Harry Styles fans. Like, I feel like Harry Styles solo fans are the ones who shit on me for One Direction back in the day. That puts the vibe of the person in perspective. I don't know. It just feels like it's just changed so rapidly. And it's so interesting to kind of like sit and watch and observe. And also like this new wave of Harry fans, they're also, like I said, very, they they baby him a lot and they're like kind of, they treat him kind of funny, right? Like, yeah, they support him. Like the thing that everyone has in common is that they love Harry Styles, but they love Harry Styles and an interesting fashion. I feel like people people sexualize him a lot more. And I feel like it's inevitable for celebrities to get sexualized, but I don't know. It's weird. Like it's a weird kind. And I just hate how people now they well, actually, I don't know why I'm saying like oh, people now because this has been happening for my entire life, but people get so surprised when I don't want to fuck Harry Styles. Like, because in my head, he's just always been there. And I don't really... Like, yeah, he's hot. I think he's so attractive. Like, obviously. Like, what? But just because I find someone attractive doesn't mean I want to fuck them. Especially if they're a celebrity. And people get so surprised when I say that because I feel... I feel like a lot of people who are Harry Styles fans now, they're like, oh, Harry's so hot. Like, I'm a fan because he's hot. And, like, he makes, like, okay music, but, like, they're more focused on him being sexy. You know? I don't know. It's weird. Moving on. So, obviously, you know, One Direction went on a hiatus 
in August of 2015, and they were like, oh, like, we're gonna be, this is, we're gonna be taking a small little break, it's only gonna be for 18 months, like, we'll be back, I promise, like, see you guys soon, I love you so much. It's been eight years, and as much as I miss them together, and I love One Direction, and I miss them, like I said, I love how they're doing their own thing. Like, I love how they're finding themselves as solo artists and just, like, as individuals apart from One Direction. And also, there's been some stuff that's come out of how it was really like being in One Direction, how that's affected them growing up. Because, you know, like I said, they were kids, so they were just put through a lot of questionable things in the band so I hope that if they do come back one day it's gonna be when they all want to and it's on their own terms and their management is you know not fucked up but I feel like now that they're adults oh that's so weird like I I don't know I remember sorry this is so off topic but I remember when Harry turned 18, it was such a big deal online because, like, he was the last of One Direction to turn 18. Now he's, like, officially an adult, and now they're all grown up, and they're so old now, blah, blah, blah. Like, I remember that so, so vividly, and I was like, oh my god, 18 is so old, and I can't believe Harry's the youngest, and now he's an adult, too. Like, it was weird, because, like, now I'm older. I'm literally turning 20 this year. And in my head, 18 was so old. But, like, I'm turning 20 this year and 20 is still so fucking young. I don't know. Anyways, like, what was I even talking about? One Direction and coming back if they do, right? I don't know. Like, I hope that since they're adults now, they can have more control over... One Direction, if they ever come back. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say about that. So I'm going to leave it there. But it's kind of scary, like, thinking about them coming back because they haven't toured Made in the AM. I don't... I'm sure they'll come out with new music if they ever come back together. And it will be, like, this new kind of rebranding of some sorts, like, more mature stuff. But if they come back and they go on tour, you guys, like, I, I don't know. I would sell anything and everything I have to obtain a One Direction ticket if they go on tour. Like, it has to be a good ticket, too, though. Like, I I don't want a nosebleed. (laughs) But, like, I need to see them live because I've never seen One Direction live before. I've never been to a One Direction concert because... That was so little when they were at their peak, you know, in the early 2010s. I was a child and I didn't have a way to get tickets on my own. Nobody was going to take me. I had no one to go with. So I missed out and I'm so sad about it, which is why I need to see One Direction if they ever come back. And I really hope they do because I owe them pretty much everything. And I just, I don't know. Like, I obviously would like to get a ticket and... If they go on tour, like, I have to go. But it's so scary because I'm so terrified of, like, the world 
if they go on tour, especially if they do it through Ticketmaster, if they, if One Direction ever comes back for a reunion and they use Ticketmaster to sell their tickets, that is psychological warfare. Like, that should not be allowed because Ticketmaster needs to get their shit together before One Direction come back. Because I don't, actually, I don't want to talk about that, so we're going to move on because I don't want to talk about Ticketmaster. Anyways, One Direction. I don't really see myself not being a fan of theirs, you know? Like, I think a huge part of that is 100% because of how long they've been in my life and how young I was. So they're, like, a security blanket, in a sense, for me. But I also just love their music. Like, it's so fucking good. And, like, yeah, it's corny sometimes or, you know, it's very pop-y. Well, because, like, they were a pop boy band, but I eat that shit up every time. Like, they've been my number one Spotify artist on Spotify Wrapped every year that I've had Spotify, which is so odd because I don't really listen to pop music like that anymore, like any new pop. But no matter what genre I gravitate to, like One Direction is always One Direction. And it's always going to be my number one everything, you know? And it's so weird because my music taste, yes, I listen to Harry so much. And like, I do listen to some of the other boys solo music, but I feel like a lot of them is a little, I don't know. Like I do like Zane's music and obviously Harry's, but oh, I don't know because I love Harry. I love Harry, but Harry's House and Fine Line, I do like the songs on there, but Self-Titled is always going to be my favorite. Self-Titled, I don't know, like, I think it's because it's more rockier than um, Fine Line and Harry's House. That's just kind of the music I like more, because that's what, I don't know, that's just what I like, okay? And the other members' solo stuff, I feel like they're a lot more pop or acoustic-y and shit like that, but that's just not really my vibe. And One Direction, their pop music, you know, pop isn't really my vibe, but I don't know, like, that's the one thing that's never gonna change. Like, that's the I still like pop music. I'm not shitting on pop music, but it's definitely not something I'll choose to listen to unless it's One Direction. Like, unless it has some kind of meaning. And One Direction has a lot of meaning in my life, so that's why they've been such a consistent thing in my life, right? And I just love how they're such a big part of who I am. I love it. Like, you know, like because of how much I admire them so much and shit like that, like I just, I don't know, (laughs) like I just love One Direction and I love being associated with them. Like in the the last episode, I told a little story about how one of my teachers in elementary school still thought of me when she like saw or heard One Direction even like years later after I stopped being her student. You know, like that kind of shit still happens. Like at work, my manager will be like, do you know what's playing right now? And it's story of my life. 
like literally yesterday it was playing on the radio and he just gave me this look like it was just like the side eye look and I was like oh my god like I get it and it like just like took it was funny it was like we laughed afterwards because he was like I didn't want to say anything but like it started playing and I was like yeah I know because at my job like the radio will play in the front and they play story of my life but that is the only one direction song that they'll play I've never heard anything else besides story of my life so it was kind of funny but anyways like it was just like when I was younger and we do like popcorn reading at school and someone will read the words one direction and like a definition like I remember in fifth grade it's always fifth grade but (laughs) there was this one time where someone was like oh like the river flows in one direction or something like that and like multiple people like look up and look at me and like did I feel singled out like yeah I did because like why are you looking at me for but like I loved it at the same time like I loved how people thought of me when anything one direction or harry styles popped up right i don't know what that really means i feel like there's no meaning to it it's just i love that it happens right like i don't really see anything wrong with loving and admiring something that makes you happy you know like in my case it's music and the band but this goes for everything you know like i said though like you gotta remember to not idolize him too weirdly right because they're people you gotta be careful with who you look up to and how much and like yeah it's one direction or harry styles but they've really shaped my brain to the way it is and i just like i don't know i would hate to have it any other way but i'm definitely so grateful that i've kind of grown to realize that even like people that I was looking up to and was obsessed with and shit like that that they're just people too and I've mentioned something in one of my I don't know what episode it was wait let me check oh it was my fangirl or like fan behavior episode where I was like talking about like weird fans because I had this I just basically was in I I don't know just go back to the episode because I don't like I don't like talking about it but it was like a moment where I was like oh my god I have loved you since I was so little and like it's just so weird to have like a reality check because you were like up there with Harry Styles for me and now like I don't see you in the same light that I did and I feel like that interaction or like that weekend of my life really just put into perspective even more of how the people that I admire they're just fucking people and like yeah I am still allowed to enjoy what they create and like admire them as people and as artists but at the end of the day they're just people who are also just doing something they love right I don't know that's that's all I got Okay, to sort of wrap this up, basically, I'm going to give you my top five songs from each One Direction album. So if this episode reaches anyone who has never really gave One Direction a listen, maybe you can start here. All right, so in Up All Night, I would say more than this, 
I wish, I want, same mistakes and moments for Take Me Home, Come On, Come On, um, Rock Me, I Would, Over Again, and She's Not Afraid. In Midnight Memories, I would say... I would say the entire fucking album, honestly. Like, this one and four is the hardest to narrow down. Because, like, Midnight Memories is, like, so horny and it's so good because it's more of, like, a rockier, like, a pop rock kind of album. But four is just... Ooh. The production in four is so... I don't know, you guys. If you have the time, listen to Midnight Memories and four as a whole. Before the five song sake, I don't know. This is hard. Why am I doing this? Literally nobody is forcing me to do this. I'm just putting this stress on myself. But I don't know. For Midnight Memories, I am gonna go with happily something great, better than words, and why don't we go there and and alive? And for four fuck four is hard too um for four i'm gonna go with girl almighty no control fireproof spaces and stockholm syndrome and last but not least in made in the am it's gotta be infinity if i could fly what a feeling temporary fix and wolves i i don't know I truly do love all of their songs from over the years, but my number one has got to be What a Feeling. It's always going to be What a Feeling. Fuck, but like it's What a Feeling and well, I, I want to throw in Home or any of their bonus tracks in the Up All Night and Take Me Home albums, specifically Another World and Irresistible. But if you don't want to listen to like 25 songs, which is essentially an entire album, listen to What a Feeling. I am I am so sad that I haven't heard What a Feeling live yet because I think it would be such a, I don't know, religious experience, a life-changing turning point. I don't know, you know, because like they didn't do a tour for Made in the AM, so only a few songs from that album were performed live, you know, and oh, like What a Feeling would be so good. It would be so good. So listen to What a Feeling number one forever like it is so good um oh i did see harry back in 2018 when he did his first so like it was live on tour and he did if i could fly and it made me cry so bad but what a feeling what a feeling would i think alter every single like neurological pathway in my brain if i if I ever heard it live, because it still changes my entire life each time I listen to it. So please listen to it and let me know what you think. Or don't. I don't really care. Just listen to it, okay? Thank you. And thank you for listening to this week's episode. Truly. I love you and I'll see you soon.